Is it just me or does everyone think it's actually important that we know someone's story? Little Richard died yesterday, age 87. And that song, Tutti Fruity, was number one on a Rolling Stone magazine list of songs that changed the world. Because Little Richard changed the world. Before him, chart toppers like Frank Sinatra or Bing Crosby were crooners who sang in suits and ties. And little Richard burst onto the scene in a tight pair of pants. He got sweaty at the piano. He took off his shirt and he flung it around his head and threw it into the crowd. It was really quite scandalous. And the story uh, little Richard sometimes liked to talk about and then sometimes denounced was the fact that he was gay. He was the youngest of 12 kids and he was kicked out of home early because his dad recognised very early that Richard was not like the other boys and the dad didn't like it. And uh, in 1951, he, Richard, was working as a janitor in New Orleans and he was playing music in bars and he went, he got specialty records to record an album. But during the break when he was just mucking around to entertain everyone, he just started singing Trudy Fruity, which was a song that he played at bars at the weekend. And the reason it says a wap bambaluma, a wapa, is because he didn't have a drummer with him on the weekends. So he used to make up what he thought the drums should sound like. <laughs> and that's why that's actually, it's like that. Because they were like, leave it in. Don't even get a drummer. That's, that's good that you've done that. And um, anyway, the song is about being gay. The original lyrics are actually quite scandalous. But, it, but one of them is, Trudy Fruity, what a booty. And as in bottom. And it's about a boy named Davey. Anyway, someone said, that's a good song. Clean it up. Make it about a girl. And of course he did. And it went to number one. Um, so Richard then became a massive star. And he actually got done for lewd behaviour a couple of times because he really struggled with his sexuality. They used to say that he used to go to gay parties, but he'd go with a Bible. And so he wanted to be there, but he wanted to stay too, true to his roots right. as well. Right, okay. Uh, and then uh, you can Google why he got done for lewd behaviour. Then in 1957, he was in Australia. He was on stage in Sydney and he saw a fireball cross the sky. It was actually, we now know, it was the Sputnik satellite returning to Earth. But he thought it was a sign from God that he should immediately change his ways. And he went back to Alabama. He signed up for Bible college and he married a woman. And they adopted a child, but it only, and he, oh, and he became a preacher, but it only lasted five years. And wow. then he was no longer a preacher, no longer married yeah. and went back to his, um, his true life, I guess. But I think it's really important that we acknowledge, no, he was gay and, and that flamboyance and all of that, that's what gave him his edge. And we should celebrate that. Well, don't forget too that, uh, what is it? Well, so his first hits were around 1950, 1951. There's Elton John, 20 years later, a scandal for doing what he did. Still, that's right. And still denying. And still denying mm. that he was gay. Uh, now, I've got an article here uh, from one of the newspapers from 1957, Carolina. It goes on about uh, Negro rock and roll shouter, Little Richard, <laughs> stripped partly on the stage piano. Hundreds of screaming teenagers fought with each other to souvenir a shirt a tie a belt socks and three sets of underwear three <laughs> he, he threw them off into the crowd so he knew how to cause a scandal that lineup was gene vincent eddie cochran johnny o'keefe and they performed in front of twenty-two thousand fans at the sydney stadium twice this is also another rumor that uh, steve from cooey water he joined us a little bit earlier this is a rumor he told us he heard about little richard 
there, Mark and Caroline, you were talking earlier about how when he did that little concert in Sydney and he had that change of life moment. The rumour is that he went down to a jetty somewhere at Sydney Harbour and threw all these diamond rings and necklaces into the water and said, you know, I've had enough. I'm changing, changing my way. So uh, somewhere at the bottom of the harbour, there's a bit of gold. Ah, there we go. All right. Have you got your scuba gear, Caroline? <laughs> <laughs> Someone will. Someone will have a look. But it's it's um you know what what a life, what a career, and uh, dead at eighty seven. Yeah, and you know some would argue the grandfather of rock and roll. Uh, I know a lot of tributes uh, from the likes of Rolling Stones and all those sort of musicians from the seventies are totally uh, attributing him for the change in the music scene, which completely put us into the position we're in today.